Welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast with Jacob Ayers, providing actionable content to help you along your journey to financial freedom through real estate investing. As the premier asset class, real estate has helped ordinary people just like you amass fortunes. The benefits of passive income from real estate investing will allow you to live a life you want. And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast. This is episode 353. I'm your host, Jacob Ayers. Welcome back. This is Friday Fundamentals. Hey, I'm so glad you're here. Happy Friday to you. Well, this week's Friday Fundamental is market metrics. In our world today, we're seeing a shift in the way people work, commute, live, and much more. With these trends, we're seeing people move around the country, less tied to where they once were, with many more people working from home than were just eight months ago. Consequently, this has created some supply and demand imbalances in different markets across the country. Once hot, San Francisco has seen a mass exodus of white-collar tech workers leaving the city for lower cost-of-living locations. Where people once lived near downtown and large cities, they can now move to more rural locations. These are just a couple examples of shifts we've seen over the past six months. We talked about some of these trends a couple weeks ago and then followed that up with how to qualify deals in new markets. So now let's look at some metrics and analyzing markets specifically for real estate investing. By now you've heard the saying, the three most important factors in real estate are location, 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 which I largely agree with. In a world of real estate investing, the location of a property can be described by its market and submarket. A market can be thought of as a city or town, and the submarket as a specific part or neighborhood of that city. So CBRE, that's CBRE, publishes several different commercial real estate reports every year, and in those, they categorize markets into three tiers, tier one, tier two, and tier three. And I'll break those down and give you a few examples of how they categorize different cities into each of those. Starting with tier one, those include cities like San Francisco, San Diego, Seattle, Chicago, Miami, New York City. These are the large cities of our nation. Tier two are those still very large cities, but the kind of next tier down. Those include cities like Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, Denver, Atlanta, Orlando, Philadelphia, etc. And then tier three markets include cities like Oklahoma City, Jacksonville, Charlotte, Cleveland, Kansas City, Nashville, etc. So what makes a market better or worse than another? Is it the sports teams, great parks, no traffic, cool coffee shops? Well, close, but not quite. Evaluating markets as a real estate investor, we're concerned with two main metrics, jobs and population. That's what it all comes down to. 
are there people who live in the market and have a job that allows them to pay rent? That's what we as investors are focused on. These two metrics, job growth and population growth specifically, are indicators of a strong market. While we can never predict the future, i.e. COVID-19, we can look at historical trends and project those into the future. So generally speaking, jobs bring people. After all, you don't see a booming population in Antarctica, right? So knowing this, we can sometimes gauge population growth in a market by looking at what jobs are expected to grow or relocate to that market. Oftentimes, employers will announce new locations or headquarters, etc., and we can use this to assess increased population those jobs will bring to the market. Now, digging a bit deeper and understanding that we want people and jobs in a market, we can next look at unemployment rates. Unemployment rates are simply a percentage of people employed or unemployed. Our nation's unemployment rate is generally in the single digit percentages, although that number spiked to double digits during the initial phase of COVID-19 in our country. Now, I wanna bring something up here. There really is no such thing as one housing market or a national housing market. The same thing applies to these other metrics. There isn't one unemployment rate metric. Rather, these metrics are broken down by markets or states at the very least are what we should be concerned with. More on the micro scale. Just because the US employment rate may be 7%, let's say, doesn't mean that's what it is in your specific market. It may be lower, which is great, or higher, which is not great. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reports unemployment rates and breaks this data down by markets or metropolitan statistic areas, or MSAs. A good example of an MSA is Dallas-Fort Worth and the principal cities that include Arlington, Plano, Garland, Irving, McKinney, Frisco, etc. Now DFW MSA makes up a single MSA of nearly 8 million people. Okay, so getting back to the unemployment rate. This number is manipulated in many different ways. After all, the government reports it, so that shouldn't be a surprise. Ken McElroy, an experienced real estate investor, recently did a YouTube video explaining the different ways unemployment rates are measured by the BLS, or Bureau of Labor Statistics. That video is linked in the show notes if you want to check it out. I highly recommend it. And then lastly is the supply and demand. Remember our San Francisco example where we're seeing out-migration. Supply and demand is an important factor in looking at markets. If there's a low supply and a high demand, then prices are driven upwards. If there's a high supply and low demand, then prices are driven downwards. Weareapartments.org is a great resource for high-level supply and demand data that I like. They indicated they indicate that the country needs to build 328,000 new apartment homes each year until 2030 just to keep up with demand. Now you can drill down on their website to a specific market and look at the supply and demand there. Looking at Oklahoma City, for example, 
they indicate that nearly 1,000 new apartments are needed annually to keep up with demand. So you can pair that demand with supply data from the U.S. Census Bureau's Building Permits Survey, which is linked here in the show notes. And you can use that to determine how many new apartments are predicted to be built and see if this supply is being outpaced or is outpacing the demand. So that's a summary of what metrics are important in analyzing a new market. Population growth, job growth, unemployment rates, and supply and demand. So learn more about each of these metrics and how you can use them to make better investment decisions. Be data-driven in your approach to real estate investing. Peel back the layers of the numbers and really understand what's going on in your market and others. Well, that wraps up this week's Friday Fundamental. Hey, I hope you're getting so much value from the podcast. Now, I'll end with mentioning that our nation is and has been facing an affordable housing crisis. Now, sure, across the nation, we're continuing to build new apartments and new homes, but these are largely unaffordable to the blue-collar workforce that drives our country. This is a market that continues to be underserved, and it's an area where I'm focusing my efforts. That is workforce housing in the heartland of our nation. Housing for the median wage earner that is clean, safe, and affordable. So if you want to learn more about where I'm investing, what types of properties I'm investing in, and of course to connect further, you can learn more at www.airsacquisitions.com. Well, with that, let's wrap it up. Until next week, engineer the lifestyle you want. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for personal advice. The opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have a potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom, LLC, exclusively.